Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. Hey, we got a treat for you. Trust me, we got a treat. But I just want to make sure you guys know what we do here at The Lion's Den. Our main focus is growth, development, leadership, and action. Please believe that. But without further ado, I want you guys to understand who we have in the room today normally we have a different type of introduction but we have the scott air force base top three executive council members up in the building ladies and gentlemen hey guys i'm telling you it's real it's real it's real than real it's real than real so we're going to go around i got Miss Zanita Jackson, how you doing, ma'am? Good, how you doing? I'm doing good. And then we got Mr. Shaman Seals. How are you, sir? Outstanding, outstanding. Outstanding. Then we have Mr. Lee Verrier. I'm good. How there you doing? There you go, man. I'm Juicy Fruit. <laughs> and we got Jason Pierce. Excited to be here. All right. And last but not least, we got the president. Nasty. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wow. If we got him in here, that's it. All right, it's, it's coined the name. Good to be here. Nasty be Nate. Here. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thanks okay, for having me. Okay, no problem. So thank you guys for coming. And it is a, a honor. The reason why I say that is because this is a one time where individuals that are not only interested in the, the, uh, the lion's den can learn and hear from individuals that are in leader positions okay so i want you guys just to introduce yourself what position do you hold at the executive council so we can start we can start with you Go ahead. uh hello everyone out there nathan jackson president top three here at scott air force base illinois okay all right uh, i'm jason pierce i'm the secretary for the ec all right zanita jackson i'm the sergeant at arms lee barrier i'm the treasurer the money man money man and you got Shimon Seals, the fired up senior, the vice president. Fired up, it, it, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, let me let you know that. Okay, let, 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 let's go ahead and give him his accolades, okay? Because uh, self proclaimed fired up senior. So, the hero. He, he, he's the hero, okay? That's good. All right, well, 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 let's start it off like this. And I want you guys first to. Uh, in your own words, and then collectively, if you uh, if you guys agree with this, what is the vision of the top three executive council? In your own words, well, I think that's that's a great question to start off. And in my own words, I would say the vision of top three is to inspire, mentor, develop, and mold not only the current leaders that we have right now, but the future leaders that are here to replace us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh- what? Yeah, no, Nathan nailed it right on the head. We all uh, we all stood up in, in front of uh, all our peers when we went into to run for these offices, and we all pretty much did the same thing. We're here to help mold, to provide the opportunities for these senior NCOs, because all, as we all sit in leadership roles as senior NCOs, um, sometimes it's hard for leaders to get that mentorship, that leadership, and that peer, and that's that's really what we all ran on. We all we all came up here to to provide that to the leaders. The awesome. leaders need leaders too. Yes, I believe that. I know one of our focuses um, across the top three is professional development. And something that we're focused on, we've kind of coined it as our vision for, for this year is continue, uh, connected, continuous, deliberate, and intentional development and mentorship. Well, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. 
Say it one more time. Two times as fast. Two times as slow. Gotcha, you gotcha, did because gotcha. it sounds like it's a mouthful. Gotcha, so so gotcha. yeah, let's get that. So our focus mm-hmm. um, in regards to professional development is connected, mm-hmm. continuous, mm-hmm. deliberate, and intentional development and mentorship. Right on. Hopefully everybody out there heard that, but it makes sense and, it, and it, it's all very well, very well put. What about you, sir? Uh, just pretty much grow the EC, make uh, more people aware of what we are and what we're all about, and then uh, pretty much just leave it so it's better than what we came in. There we go. Okay. It, it's simple for me. Uh, it's about, about community, mm-hmm. uh, collaborating and connectedness. I think uh, we have a unique opportunity to do all three of those things um, within leadership mm-hmm. by just being um, to showcase who you really are and being vulnerable and then getting everyone collectively together to impose their will and infuse their abilities to the rest of the wing, taking care of him. Awesome. Awesome. And also that to bring that diversity, because this is a diverse group and it's good. And I'm sure you all come from different parts of the United States, have different experiences. So it's very imperative to bring that together to show individuals that you can be different, but we all have the same vision. So Jason, let's say, let's say you're in your position right now, but why? What is your why before even running? What is your, what was, or what is currently your why? Uh, that's actually a really good question. Um, that That's hard to answer for a lot of people. And I know mm-hmm. I struggled for a great many years trying to discover what motivated me, what, mm-hmm. what was my drive and my passion. Um, I find connectedness and I find the reason I want to do the things I do based on family. Mm-hmm. That word to me is big. It always has been, and it always will be. Um, my, uh, my wife and my three girls are out there. I don't know if they're listening right now, but they, they motivate me to want to be better. They want, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better person, but I want to be a better leader too, right? As a man, we're the leader of our household. So I believe that we got to set that example. So, and that carries over to my family in my work center and in the places that I work, no matter where I go, we, we move a lot, right? We see a lot of different people. But ultimately, we're still part of this this profession of arms, this big brothership and sisters that all come together to do the same thing all the time. So that family, it, it connects me everywhere I go, no matter what I'm doing. So that, that's really my why. Okay. Very well put. Very well put. Very well put. Fire senior. <laughs> what you got? What you got? So my question for you is, at the end of your tenure, what is it that you hope to accomplish for yourself? And the reason why I ask is because people have different reasons and motives for joining executive councils or joining top three, right? And no matter where they are, either in the airman tier, NCO tier, and top three, what is your own expectation, your personal expectation? Because, and let me make sure you guys understand this, we are already in a position of servitude, already. But how are you serving yourself? Hmm. That's a great question. Uh, I would think that how I'll be serving myself is being able to witness my real bandwidth, the capacity in which I can operate. I'm, I'm, I was very, very busy before I decided to uh, throw my name in. I had to run for vice president. I knew what it might uh, come with in terms of a workload that would you know, reduce my uh, availability to my family, which is huge for me. But what I want to be able to say at the end of the 12 months is how I made the team better how each one of the folks here that are sitting with you within the EC 
were they able to take something away from the experience with working alongside of me that made them better, right? And what did the rest of the committee leads, liaisons, the membership folks out there experience from each of us that made them better? Mm-hmm. If I can walk away at the end of the 12 months and into retirement knowing that I, made a le- I created a legacy in which they have something of value added to them that they can add to their repertoire going forward in their careers, I've done my job. Okay, very well put. All right, so I want you all to think about where you're from. Let's go back. Let's go way back. A little nostalgic feel of the 90s or, wait, I don't know if he was around the 90s. But, but I want you guys to think about where you're from and what key things, not just make you who you are as an individual, but what you bring to the executive council. Big Nick, what you got for that? Wow, you're hitting us with some deep questions. That, 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 and, that's uh, me, baby. And, and, that's and, what it and is. And we collectively mm-hmm. appreciate, appreciate that the most. Um, not to get into a you know somber moment or anything like that, but I grew up in a single-parent uh, household. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where at? Sig- Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. Right so uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, go Titans. Um, <laughs> oh, <geez>. I, <laughs> tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Tighten up. So... To, to get <laughs> not to be long with it, but get to get to the point. Um, grew up in a single parent uh, household. Mother raised four kids, working three, sometimes four jobs. And what I saw from there was just the ability to adapt, no matter the situation. There we go. And ultimately, uh, it took a village. It took a village of where I grew up at because you know we were in crime infested area. Uh, coming up through the projects and then moving on to bigger and better things, you know, I told myself that the one key thing that got me to where I am that I find very genuine was true mentorship. And that's one of the key things that I firmly believe that we're missing in our communities right now. It is vitally important that we provide key deliberate mentorship to those individuals and allowing them not to allow their current situation to dictate their future moving forward. And that, uh, that source there propelled me to wanting to find my why and to get where I want to be at right now. And uh, not to uh, take up most of the discussion, but as you asked your question early on, what do you hope to bring or, you know, what was your why? And mine was simple. It was, it was servant leadership. It was to be able to be in a position where I'm able to give back to those that afforded me the opportunity to impart their knowledge on me to where I can give that back to them. Great, 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 great. That's great. Anybody else have their own? Because I, w- I, I would like you guys to be able to articulate who you really are, right? The individual before the uniform, because the uniform is what you do. It's not who you are. But I want you guys to utilize this time. So talk about where you're from and what you plan to bring to the executive council, the council as a whole, because you, that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. So what you got? I'll chime in, I guess. So mm-hmm. um, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, a small town right mm-hmm. outside of L.A. called Glendora. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people know it, but if you know the Rose Parade, that's Pasadena. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up um, with my grandparents, actually raised in a, in a pretty old school, traditional house. Uh, my parents passed away. Um, they were We were hitting a car wreck when I was a kid, about one, mm-hmm. um, and they were killed. So my grandparents oh, wow. took, yeah, took me under their wing. It was, uh, it could have been, a, it was a rough story, right? But I was one. I don't really remember a mm-hmm. lot of that. But with it came that huge generational gap, right? I like NECA wafers and black licorice, and people probably don't even know what that stuff is half the time. My <laughs> no. kids look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, what, right. the, what are you eating, <laughs> you know? 
So I love those kinds of things. But with that, I got a lot of those those old school kind of home values, um, little you know lower class middle middle family. And what one thing that I got from them was was to be free with your thoughts and your ideas, to not limit yourself to just being you know one way or one direction. It was one thing that they always my I can always I'm always going to remember them for it. They let me do whatever I wanted. I mean, not in a bad way, right? I wasn't like a bad kid. Like I did whatever I wanted. Free I to cursed, think, though. I didn't, yeah, mm-hmm. I could think freely, and they just they they supported me to no end, mm-hmm. and they always let it happen. And that that's that's something that I think that I that I've brought with me um, into the service awesome. is is to just try to fuel that same mentality to bring out everything and not just naysay or just beat holes and stuff, but like, Hey, let's just, let's go with it. Yeah, see what going. happens. Mm-hmm. It's been, it was really, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead, man. What you got? So for me, I grew up in Macon, Georgia, um, mm-hmm. raised kind of like Nate with a single mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my younger brother's dad was kind of in our lives for a little bit, but for the most part, I'm the eight of six. Good. The six on the sixth child of eight. Man, um, so that's like a football team. <laughs> Goodness gracious, yeah. Um, but just watching my mom every day get up, go to work, and grind. Just mm-hmm. come home, and I knew she was tired. Just cook for us and take care of us. You know, um, I get a lot of my strength from her, and just a lot of my my work ethic comes mm-hmm. from her. You know, a lot of people. Um, we said we we complain and we make excuses, but every time that I think about what she did and what she instilled in me, I try not to make excuses. There we go. You know, she raised like she she raised us all by herself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think for me, in a way, it made me stronger, but in, in a way, it kind of hurt me too because it's hard for me to ask for help. You know, so I've kind of, especially coming here, me being at Dover, I had that support system. Mm-hmm. And then and where, when I where's came, Dover? Dover's in Delaware. There we go. Okay. So when I, I had a really strong support system. And then just moving here, kind of being by myself, not having their dad, me and their dad co-parent. Um, it's kind of taught me, you know, I got I to gotta get it where I live. So a lot of times, a lot of people, a lot of single moms come up and ask me, how do I continue to do what I do? And um, I just have to tell them, you know, I try not to make excuses. You know, I don't want to be a, a product of what I, I grew up with, you know. Right. My, and like I said, my mom, she did a phenomenal job of raising me. Um, and like I said, I get a lot of my strength from her. And, you know, she's no longer with me. But uh, the thing that keeps me going is knowing that I'm making her proud every day. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know what? I, I can um, I sympathize. And, again, my condolences. I know we talked about that before. And when my mother passed, it was not as sombering as a traditional like you would think because I look at my life she's been there every day Mm -hmm. and so now I have the opportunity to be the man that she already knew that I can be so what would she tell me you know if I'm down and out she's like hey Scooby get up you know what you're doing get up and shut up and go get it and so I think about that not to sit there and waddle don't get me wrong I'm human Mm -hmm. but how can I bring and put that love into fruition and to um, connect it with other individuals and say, hey, my mother already told me you can do this because I know you can do it because I did it. You get what I mean? Right. So I, I do understand. I do understand. Lee, what you got? I uh, grew up in a small town. I mean, one stoplight, Redfield, South Dakota. Where? Redfield, South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so right. uh, there's, uh, there's not a lot going on there. Uh, joined the military to get out of that state and explore the world, mm-hmm. uh, see some teen load by trade and get to travel, get, get paid to travel for right. the most part. Uh-huh. Uh, so background, my mom 
single family, like majority people, majority of people. And uh, she was constantly working, just uh, trying to survive for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was always gone, leaving me home alone for the most part. And uh, I got into a lot of trouble. I mean, luckily, like my best friend's dad was a lawyer. So he got me out of uh, (laughs) boy. I got a story about that, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He got me out of uh, a lot of trouble, like Mm -hmm. in high school, and I was still able to join the military. And uh, so I grew up with a lot of like hard work. Uh, So whenever you put your mind to something, like you accomplish it. And uh, like I'm putting my mind towards developing and creating a better EC than what we started with. There you go. That's what my focus is. My vision is to improve the EC and make it better. There we go. Part. Awesome. Awesome. Shaman, what you got, brother? I'm a city kid. Okay. I'm, I'm born and raised in the south side of Chicago. South side. Sweet baby. Little Jesus. small town. Yes, little small, little something, right. something. Right, 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 right. But uh, I come from a broken home um, of parents from about age 10. Um, so I've had some traumatic situations uh, because of divorce mm-hmm. and mixed families. Uh, where I have uh, a, a number of brothers and sisters, uh, but some of them obviously step. Um, and it's actually, it's, it's provided a quite a unique perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Um, because throughout that period from childhood, from like age 10 to the time I joined the military to now, I've experienced quite a bit of death, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, after I joined the military, I only came in for four years. And then because, um, obviously, the military begins to grow on you and provides you some an opportunity to travel and spend some time with family and change your lifestyle for them and beyond you. Um, I decided to stay. And, but if people want to know who I am, I'm, I'm a bit of a person who is just like everybody else. I'm flawed. I'm broken in pieces, right? I'm human. I'm not just a senior master sergeant. That's a character of who I am as to Mm -hmm. what I do. But if you want to know who Shaman is, Shaman is someone who just loves to be silly, love to have fun. I grew up playing video games, playing outside from dusk to dawn. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the kid that had holes in the shoes and mm-hmm. just running the streets, right? And you had, you knew nothing about it, right? Mm-hmm. You just had a great time. Uh, so being able to think back as to where I came from, I had a great dad who mm-hmm. worked hard in the community to serve. That's a little bit of my why as to why I still serve today. Because that's all I see. That's, that's all I saw. That's all I know. Um, and to have my, my two boys here with me today, we always talk about this at home. And so they can see it from a a verbal perspective communicating, go. Good. but I wanted them to be here physically, right? So they could begin to put the conversations into tangible perspectives to say, I can see it mm-hmm. and I can touch it. And that's important for us. Okay. So that's why I decided to stay, but that's a bit of who I am in a nutshell. It was having fun, loving and be involved. All right. Love it. Love it. So what, what's your son's name? Uh, my oldest is Shaman. He's 18. Mm-hmm. And then my youngest is uh, Jameer. He's uh, 12, and both okay. of them, like, spit an image of myself and my wife okay. um, right down the middle. All right. Hey, thanks for y'all. Thanks for coming. How, how y'all feel? Good? Pretty good. All right. Well, listen, I got something for you. I got something for you. You want me to show you how old your father is? Watch this. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, start. What is that? Yeah. You don't know it? I told Cheat you. code for video games. Which man. one? Oh, I don't know which video game. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'm fired, huh? Y'all fired. That's fire. Contra. <laughs> Look it up. Look up Contra, okay? But still, hey, thank y'all for coming, though. That that was great. That was great. So I play Tecmo Bowl. So, so for those of you guys that's on live, we appreciate y'all. Everyone that's there on live, we appreciate y'all. We're going to open it up. If you guys have questions, you can call the number 618 618- 
718-792-6747. One more time for those in the back. 618-792-6747. And so if there's any questions for the EC, please ask them. I think you got some up there, brother, if you can scroll on up. Got anything? Uh, just a lot of praises. Um, a lot of people joining in. A uh, few shout outs. No, mm -hmm. uh, no questions at this time. Okay. So, okay, we got a question. Come on up. Come on up to the mic, Herm. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Herman in the building, one of our extra um, contributors, right? So, the question is, with the top three council, the stigma is people only do it to get promoted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why they join the council. What do you think about that stigma, and how, how do y'all manage that? Well, I would say, uh, what I would say is that um, that's not false. That, that, is, that is correct. You get, I mean, let's just be honest. You get a lot of individuals who sit up there and they say, hey, I want to do this to check the box, okay? People know who you are even before you, did, you set out to, you know, set out on what, you're, what you plan your um, vision or your career wanting to be, okay? People can see the genuineness. They can see the authenticity. Uh, they can see every countermeasure that you make. And people can tell, they can distinguish or differentiate between real and fake. And uh, the one thing that I would encourage individuals that um, I would just make one simple statement, learn to operate within your passion. Okay. Um, we have a lot of individuals right now that uphold the title, but don't care too much for the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that, that are things that, you know, that really gets me irritated and fired up. And I want to make one thing clear as well. There is no secret to promotion, okay? Well, you take a look at 362618, our enlisted force structure, whatever the case may be, there is no secret to promotion whatsoever. It's fine-tuning what you feel you deem is necessary and fulfilling your obligation, your commitment, and what you're doing for your team as well as your organization and setting, off, setting okay. them up for success. All right. Thank you for that. Hey, so we have a call in. Who's calling in? Uh, this is Vance. Vance. How you doing, Vance? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Florida, Herbert oh. Field. Okay. I was well. stationed with uh, Ketchum. Oh, Ketchum. Okay. All right. Right on. So what, yeah. what questions you got for the EC? Okay. So it's, it's a two-part question. One, how many people do you mentor outside of your job? Mm. Um, whether if you're services and you're mentoring somebody, uh, say in supply, uh, at LRS or wherever it may be, but just outside of your career field. And two, for those that you, that you find who are there just to claim the fame, like, like you said, it is true. And I've seen it and I've called it out, but being, I wasn't a senior NCO, it fell upon deaf ears. What do you do to correct that? Mm, hey, well, look, thanks, Vance. Hold on one second, because I want, I want to let them answer, but I do remember when I was a part of the EC Council of uh, the 5-6. Honestly, when it came down to people like that, I'll fire them. 
Seriously, okay. I, I, I fired them because we have a nice come to Jesus meeting and say, hey, listen, you said that this is what you want to do. And you you vote, the people voted for you and you have the trust of the individuals that you want to serve with. Right. So I'm bringing you over to the side one time. So it's not like right off the bat, you fire, fire, you know, like like somebody we right. might know on TV. However, I have that no kidding, transparent conversation with them. But that's me. He asked y'all, what y'all think? What you think? Fired up, senior? What you what you think about that? that so question? to the sort of uh, to the first part of your question, where you say, well, how many folks outside of your organization or unit do you actually mentor? I don't have a, a number per se, but uh, I've always looked at, it, especially in the last maybe eight to nine, ten years, as doesn't matter as to what unit they're in. Like I really believe like all airmen are my airmen. I know it may sound cliche, mm -hmm. but uh, so I don't really keep count, right? So it's really somewhat organic mm -hmm. um, in terms of if people either vibe with me or I vibe with them, it just naturally happens mm -hmm. in terms of uh, what it is for me to be able to meet their needs mm -hmm. and be able to speak and deliver that, whether it's a short-term or long-term mm -hmm. opportunity for me to mention them. I think that is what is of significance to me, but I know I have at least more than uh, it's double digits, um, but it's moves from base to base and it's not all here at Scott. Okay. Uh, to the second part of your question um, that speaks to um, how do you deal with those folks? I, I definitely agree with you talking about to fire them, but I also um, I really depend on the mentorship piece. Mm -hmm. You give them an opportunity to kind of set their sights on remembering why they actually joined up, mm -hmm. right? Make yourself seem uh, human. As if you made some of those same mistakes and you don't always measure up uh, and give them a way ahead. Specifics. Mm -hmm. and, and I think you can hold them to that line. And then if they obviously don't meet the mark after 30 days, 60 days, then absolutely it's time to move on. Okay. Right on. Hey, thanks, Vance, for calling on in, man. I'm going to let the other ECs um, kind of chime in on that. But thank you for calling. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Right on. What you got, bro? No, uh, I agree. I think that, you know, that there's no, I would say double digits, whatever the case may be. I'm always out there mentoring, inspiring, developing, because I feel like that's my true passion. That's what, that's what my job is as I continue my military career. Um, one of the key things moving forward, and I think I touched on this earlier, was, was that people can distinguish, you know, real from fake. You know, people can tell whether or not you want the title compared to wanting the responsibilities and operating within, you know, those responsibilities. Meanwhile, uh, being able to provide standards and expectations, mm -hmm. clear communication, it has to be concise, it has to be deliberate, and you have to make sure everyone understands the game plan moving forward. And if, as long as that takes place, then that's great. If the individual does not um, plan it, if the individual does not adhere to those standards and or expectations, then we have to find other avenues for that individual. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you said that. And but what I would like to do is ask Miss Jackson. So the reason why is because I know your personality, right? Extremely bubbly and smiley all the time, right? I think you're just born with that smile, which is good, right? But the and I know that you mentor other individuals. The question is, being in your position, what if you saw a lead of a committee, right? A person that volunteered to say they were going to do A, B, and C. How would you communicate to them, hey, you're not cutting the mustard, right? Would you go to them and just fire them? Would you help mentor them? Or if you don't have time, what would you do? Like, would you talk to them ahead of time? Say, hey, these are the expectations 
from the door so that if you fall through, you know, then we're going to have to go other ways. So well, how would you answer that? So I think for me, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a um, helper. I wouldn't necessarily just fire somebody off the bat. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, um, I think we fail as leaders when we do that sometimes, but we have to ask why. Mm -hmm. Is it because it's something that they're not passionate in? Is it, it something that they're not good at? Um, is it something that they may need a little bit more help in? Awesome. Um, I, so I used to have this airman, and she did not want to – She, I wouldn't say she didn't want to do anything, but – she, in, in regards to volunteering, I wanted to put her in for a package. I needed her to do something um, as far as whole airman concept. And she didn't want to do the normal things that we do, like go to the Rising um, for the Airmen's Council or go be a part of Booster Club. That wasn't her passion. That's not what she wanted to do. But she loved um, doing things in the environment. She loved planting trees. Um, and she was really passionate about reading. So she did a book drive. And she did it on base, and she got a whole bunch of books donated, and she took them to an orphanage. So for me, I think it's we as leaders ask the wrong question sometimes. Mm -hmm. We push airmen, to, mm -hmm. airmen and NCOs to do things that we think that they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like Nate said, there's no, um, it's no secret on how to get promoted, but I think we stick to things like you have to go be a part of these organizations mm -hmm. and things like that. But it's not. When I mentor airmen, I specifically tell them, what is your why? What is your passion? What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Mm -hmm. And then I try to help them find things in line with what makes them happy. And I think sometimes as leaders, we, we miss that mark because we're not focused on what that individual wants. We're focused on what we think will there help them. There you go. There you go. Can you dig it? There you go. I wanted to make sure y'all yeah, heard that. moving into the scene, right? Yeah. She's moving into the scene, right? <laughs> because, look, but, but see, there's a reason why I asked that, right? Because people don't understand a, they may not understand you as an individual. They may have their perceived, you know, notions of the type of person that you are. But you really care, not just about airmen, but about the position you hold. So that's awesome. That's awesome. We got anything else up there? Uh, no, just individuals tuning in and saying, hey, it's great to see, hear things from a top three perspective. So. <laughs> Can you dig it? Yeah. You got anything up there? What you got? You got something? I'm going to shout it to you. Huh? I'm going to shout it to you. You need to put it in the mic. Oh, what's that? <laughs> So what is the impact that this top three council is looking to make? And what I want this to do, I want you guys to marinate on this because this is going to tie into your final, you know, your punch. So either all together or as individuals, what is your impact? What do you plan to, you know, to do? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you got it. Go ahead. I'll let you go. I'll throw out a little goodness here. Um, a really big initiative that got brought to the table right off the bat. First meeting. Right. Inclusion. That's right. Everybody here knows what we talked about. I think Nathan's you threw that one out there. That was the big drive you brought to the table. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the first six months for us. I know that's that's the impact we're looking to make. Good. We're already making an update to the emblem that we got routed out. We're gonna bring it to the masses and hopefully get it voted on so we can start including all our joint partners there on we base. Go. We need everybody. Everybody's got senior NCOs, they got leaders that need that can be involved. And that's what we're trying to do, because that inclusion, that means connectedness, yes, right? Absolutely. And there's a lot of that going around mm -hmm. right now that we need to get a lot more connected mm -hmm. to one another as peers, as mentors, mm -hmm. as followers. It doesn't matter who you are, but get connected, right? So we can have those honest, hard, difficult conversations that can really bring out the best in people. Dig it. So connectedness, bringing everyone in and including everybody in on the, uh, on the part of this team. Mm -hmm. That's And we're getting after it, and I think it's going to be... 
it's going to be good. We I got an inside so. scoop over here. She's yeah. going to help us out. Go ahead. What you got? I just want to touch on what he said about connectedness, too. Um, you know, as senior NCOs, the stigma is that we're all just focused on promotion. Mm-hmm. But something that we're lacking, like he said, is connectedness. How how often do we sit and just talk to our airmen to find out what's going on with them? Let's just say they're showing up late. We're ready to give them paperwork. But how many times do we ask, hey, why are you late? What's going on at home? Um, you know, suicide is, is really big. And I think we're missing the mark when we're not taking the time out to see what's going on uh, with our airmen and focusing on them versus, um, like I said, the stigma is all we all we want to do is get promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why um, our professional development leads, we have one specifically focused on connectedness. I'm going to shout out Sarah Henry. She is very passionate, fired up. Um, hate to steal your, steal your word, but... Um, <laughs> he stole it from somebody else. He stole it from somebody else. One more time. We're going to give a shout out to the retired Chief Juan Lewis. There we go. And so I'm glad he did that, but but yeah. So, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, a lot of things that uh, she's focused on is putting on forums where Airmen can get out there and just speak and talk about some of the issues and things that, that's going on around base in their careers, in their lives, you know, they don't want to just hear about how we get promoted. They want to know our struggles, you know, us, how we deal with divorces, how we deal with grieving. Just being how real. We, yeah, just being real. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear transparent, honest conversations. Absolutely. And sometimes we lack at that. Um, so, you know, we don't not only want to help create better airmen, but we want to help create better versions of, of themselves as well. Oh, I love that. Oh, man. Who gonna top that? You got or you got? Oh, I know one of them. Oh, I, 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 honestly, I, I agree with what everyone is saying. I think the most thing is that our legacy for us is to make our presence known, but our legacy is to make our absence felt. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we're able to continue, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so wait. First of all, I wouldn't let y'all know. They probably stole that from. Somebody. <laughs> But no, no, real talk. Say that one more time. Say it again. Yeah, say it again. Our ultimate ultimate goal as top three is to make our presence known, but our legacy is to make our absence felt. Can you dig it? All right. Look at that. And so what better way than to have have a team like this, you know, everyone bringing in different perspectives, you know, committing, you know, to our vision moving forward. And uh, I think I think we're on the right uh, on the right track of doing that. I don't want to take away. I know we do have a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Yes, we do have a question. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I believe it's from Monica Barton. She states, mm-hmm. "What advice do you have for giving feedback to leadership, especially when it can come off potentially negative, when their actions are being talked about amongst their troops, Ooh. but nothing is being done? Ow! Example. Ooh. Noticing when a senior NCO isn't taking care of their people. Sweet." Baby J. Okay. Man. Now, and I hope you, to pronounce I, that name correctly. Yeah, yeah, you did. And uh, hey, shout out to you. Thank you for watching. And she's been watching for a while. Thank you for your contributions and, and feedback and, and also comment. I think that's a great question. So I want you to, to kind of sit back and let that marinate for a second. Because I really do believe what we don't have, and I challenge you too in the interim, to help bring down the barrier so that individuals airmen can trust you because we can say whatever we want to say but if they don't trust you you're not they, they won't care about your presence that's correct you get what i mean so if they can't trust you no matter what you do if you leave it wouldn't make a difference because they didn't trust you from the jump so based off her question what can you do to answer that 
I mean, going off, going off what you just mentioned about mm-hmm. trust, oh, man, I just I just got done reading a really great book on trust. Um, well, I didn't read it. I I listened to it. It's from Bruce Deal. I believe it's called. I believe it's just called Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Audible. It was. I just finished it today. It okay. was fantastic. Trust is made in tiny little moments over a long period of time, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get real true trust with anybody until you can back up what you do over an extended period of time. You don't just you don't just automatically get it, right? That's that that's something it's it's earned. That's right. Absolutely earned. Just like true respect. Respecting someone for their rank is different than respecting the person that wears it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes Damn, time, right? That's good. So yeah. to 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 get after something like that, they have to know and trust you enough to know that it's okay to fail, right? They have to know that they can fail, and they have to know that they can tell you hard information based on their perspective, and whether their perspective is is good or bad, right? Because emotions drive things. Um, we have to be able to understand what they're trying to get at, mm-hmm. too. We have to translate a little bit, because not everyone's really great at communicating either. Mm-hmm. And they have to trust that you're going to take their opinion and their perspective as truth and then give them that trust first so that you can build that trust back. Absolutely. Lee, what you think? Because I know you've been sitting over there, you know, I I know they say you're a man of many words. So (laughs) what what, what do you think about that? It's hard. I mean, you kind of have to tread it softly a little bit. I mean... It's just exactly what Jason was talking about too is trust and you got to earn the respect as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, just being open Mm -hmm. and let them know like where you're at and that way they're able to share where they're at. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Boy, that was a good one. So I just want to make sure you guys know how much I appreciate you for coming here and not just being authentic being here and connecting with the individuals and every different platform. And hopefully those um, individuals that are in positions like you abroad, they can take something and learn, you know, something that you guys are giving, you know, because I believe that this is, this, these are jewels that if used correctly, you can benefit and invest, benefit and invest. Right. But it's, if not, it's just words. We have to walk into that. But before I wrap it up, I want to make sure you guys let everyone know that's watching that don't know your guys' presence when the meetings are and how you guys can be reached. You guys want to hit that up? Team, please go ahead. Okay, so we have our meetings. <laughs> so you got stuff for that. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Jason. Oh, you're going to make me do it. I'm pulling up the page. So oh, it's, oh, here's you a don't shout get out. It. Here's ahead. a shout out to the Scott Top 3. Mm-hmm. It's the number three association on Facebook. If mm-hmm. you want to get out there and join our page, we definitely put all our advertisements, all the events that we're going to be sponsoring, getting involved with, mm-hmm. um, to include our general membership meetings, which happen the second Thursday of every single month. Oh, wow. We okay. usually do them right there at the Scott Event Center. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Zeppelins, this, 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 uh, this Thursday coming up is our next meeting for February. It'll actually be in heritage hall, which is the same building, just the other wing of the building. 
um, because they have a big uh, graduation event we're going to go celebrate right after. So I know I'll be there for that. Okay. But we're also involved in a lot of other activities, our, mm-hmm. our sessions for professional development that are mm-hmm. going to be advertised on that page too. So mm-hmm. we'll be putting events out like that. And then I know Shimon had a plug for our release party that he wanted to mention earlier. That's right. So we got the uh, Scene Mass Sergeant release party that's coming up. We haven't got the official date for the release, but right now we're looking tentatively for the 27th of February and or the 5th of March. So still to come on that, uh, we're meeting this week to kind of get the great ideas from the folks who are leading that committee. Um, so we're looking forward to an outstanding event that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year for all the rest of the promotion releases throughout the year. Good, good, good. What you got? I just wanted to add one final thing before you close out. Mm. So, and this is just from the bottom of my heart, you do such a great job. Oh, man. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but, but I really want to get this out because I really need this to be known. You do such a, you have a vision like no other, right? I mean, you recently had Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Khalid Wright, on here, and he said some most profound things ever. You have a vision that no one else has. Thank you, you go above and beyond by connecting individuals to allow them to get their story out. And often at times when I do chime in and I do see, you know, your live feeds, we as an audience don't do our job. And that's to thank you. Mm. That's to thank, wow. you thank you, thank you for bro. allowing us the that. flexibility. I clap for you. To allow us the flexibility to come mm-hmm. out here because you know it's more than just sitting down and just stating, you know, hey, tell me about yourself. What is mm-hmm. it that you do? What is it that you bring? So forth and so on. But it takes a mastermind behind the pulpit to sit up there and actually bring things like this out into the open. And you've mastered that. You've done an exceptional job. We're looking at a published author. We're looking at, you know, a phenomenal DJ. We're looking at, you know, an individual who's now, you know, has over 2,000 viewers or whatever, you know, with your podcast. And I want to say this and I'll be done, I promise. Um, There's no ceiling when it comes to ambitions that you have. I appreciate that. And I just want to thank you for the bottom of my heart. No doubt. No doubt. Wow. Man. Go ahead. You Hey, look, so we got. Hey, hold on, look. Hold I'm, not on. Gonna, I'm not gonna piggyback no, on that. No, no. I want to say first of all, man. It, it, honestly, I'm, I'm slightly off. So the thing is, my mind is going 100 miles per minute. But I, it wouldn't be what it is if I did not have thorough individuals that I can bounce these ideas off. Someone to let me know, hey, you're going too fast. Slow down. Think about this. Shout out to every. Body that Larry get it Will, in. Larry Herm. Will, Herm, all you of know, y'all, man. Y'all get else, it man. in. And then the individuals that's watching, you get what I'm saying? Because it's real. Trust me, I am crazy as cat shit. However, the individuals <laughs> that surround me, though, they help to empower me to let me know that my visions aren't all the way crazy. Right. So I do thank you guys, though. What you got? Hey, so I just wanted two quick points. I know there's a question that came in from uh, Monica Barton about uh, how do you have those tough conversations with the supervisor yes. who's not leading you correctly. So one thing I want to really emphasize is that don't mistake the fact that folks have certain ranks on their chest or their sleeves as if they have the appropriate tools needed to lead you. Right. So you really there need to uh, John Maxwell offers a course. It's quite old, but it talks about the lifting your leader's leadership lead. Mm-hmm. Right. That's your responsibility in that 
two-way communication and relationship of being able to get to know your leader in the same way you expect him or her to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you have an opportunity to be able to forge those relationships in such a way that you can communicate, hey, where you're not leading me accurately, mm-hmm. how I need to be open and honest with you. The second thing in terms of the question that kind of lingers around the top three as to why people are involved, I think if I can leave one thing for folks to really remember is don't worry about why folks have certain motives or ideals or agendas as to why they're there, right? If they show up, and I'm not going to take credit for this because this is something that Chief Green, uh, who, they, who was the AMC command chief, kind of shared with us uh, uh, at the very beginning of the year um, as we took over as the EC. And he said, hey, don't worry about those folks who show up and what their agendas are. Your responsibility, your burden would be to get them to be productive, to get them to be active, right, to get them to be involved, so don't worry about if it's for promotion, if it's a bullet, if it's filling a box, if it's to do whatever it is personally. Just get them, find them a way to get them involved and be and, and lead them to action. That right. is it. I, gotcha. I do have one more thing, if you don't mind. Just one more question that came in from, from one of our uh, members in here, uh, Mr. Gary Miles. What is more important to your council, money, membership, or mentorship? Can you prioritize them if they are your priorities? All right, let's do that in two minutes. Well, let's just leave with, because I'm the treasurer, obviously money's the (laughs) most important. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yes. But, uh, (laughs) no, like, money makes the world go around. Uh, Like, if we have more money, then we're able to organize more events. One of the thoughts that I had uh, coming in is trying to get everybody together and just socialize. whether it's between the private organizations throughout the base or just uh, base wide for the most part, uh, we are 501c3 mm-hmm. nonprofit organization. So we're always looking for donations. Uh, but uh, two is mentorship. I mean, that's the whole reason why I pretty much came to the top three is to get to know other people uh, because it's not what you know is who you know and i didn't know that many people on base just because i'm i work over in the aoc and it's hard to get out so i wanted to expand my horizon and meet as many people as possible okay good 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 hey well listen i want to thank you guys again for being a part of the lion's den thank you for giving us the words of wisdom transparency and everything thank you for taking the time out and please know that you are welcome to come again anytime anytime right i want to thank you and before we go to our break i want to make sure you guys stick around because we're going to switch it up switch gears and uh we're going to talk about online dating coming up next however i want to make sure we give a special shout out to our sponsor the kevlar's grill they are located right outside the back gate Right outside the back gate of Scott Air Force Base is 1516 Old State Route 158 in Belleville, Illinois. All right. They have food that range from ribs to salad to chicken, veggie burgers, all that. Believe me, veggie burgers. Not a lot of people up on that. So make sure you go and shout shout them out. And by the way, uh, they actually have base access in Grubhub. So you just call them. Get it in, and they come to you, so you don't have to go to them. Their number is 618-416-5700. Again, that's inside of the VFW, post one uh, 4183. But again, they will come to you, so you don't have to go to them. So, again, stick around. We will be right back. Yeah. 
like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. All right, all right. Welcome back to the second half of the Lion's Den. So again, we just had the top three executive committee on and they spoke very good, very highly about not just their um, uh, the council, but the vision moving forward. But moving on to the next session, mm. we got online Dating, and I want to introduce our guest, Miss Jasmine. How you doing, Miss Jasmine? I'm good. Huh? <laughs> there we go. Good, good, good. So, welcome, welcome to the Lions Den. Thank you. All right. So, you, ma'am, have not just used online dating, but I have found love. You found Ooh. love. Okay. Let good, them know. Good. You found love. So, so first thing first. Um, just tell everybody not just who you are, but how you how did you get to that point of finding <clears throat> your husband? There you go. So like you want like the long backstory, like no, what no. I used yeah. to find him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I use what's called Tinder. Okay. Uh that's like the main online dating app that mm-hmm. I use. Mm-hmm. Tinder is known for before I got on it, it was known as the hookup mm-hmm. app mm-hmm. so <laughs> still known as that mm-hmm. is it yeah i mean i haven't been on it so <laughs> well, i wouldn't well, know well here hold on wait 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 <laughs> let, let me let everybody know first uh, so our our uh, contributors and the guests have switched so i wanted you guys to know that we do have my man's herman he's in the building we got larry in the building then we have another individual first time but not just first time but uh uh, a good friend of mine, Big G. How you doing, G? Oh man, I'm amazing. Huh? Man. huh? Oh my God, boy, you you ready for oh, the hot seat? I'm super excited to be here. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, and, yes. and 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 not just that, we want to get your perspective on your online date. I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen. He's not. He, man, he's I'm not just... here. He's not here for that. But he, he's bringing his perspective. Oh my gosh, I got mine from old school smiles and bank accounts. Yeah, he, he about to put, he about right. to put his ring on the finger in the, on the table in a minute. Right, right. But but going back, transitioning back to you, Miss Jasmine. I'm glad he said that. The mm-hmm. reason why I got on Tinder mm-hmm. is because what he said, like back in the day, mm-hmm. people used to approach women. Mm-hmm. Like in the new age, my generation, people just don't do that. Maybe if they got a little bit of liquid courage in them, mm-hmm. they do that. But I don't really take guys serious that approach me in the club because, I mean, everybody usually know what people want. <laughs> If they trying to get your number in a club. So, I mean, I can't remember the last time in the last eight years, anybody that's walked up to me in the grocery store and has been like, hey, nice to meet you. My name is Jamal. What's yours? Can I get your number? Or you might get an old, creepy old man at the gas station. They be like, hey, sexy thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, or maybe a crackhead. Uh-huh. A, that's just like the only type of people that really approach you. But like a good man or just a man in my age group, I don't know if they scary. But nobody in this day and age really walks up to you and like, hey, can I get to 
can I get to know you? It just doesn't happen. Mm. Now everything is done behind a screen. It's a protector. So that way, if you get shot down, like delete that message, it never happened. And then it's, I don't know. It's like kind of a protector for yourself too. That way you can put yourself out there. And if you get denied or blocked, like all you got to do is delete the message. It never, it never happened. Okay. So what I'm gathering is that you're saying that this is a way not that well, a easy way to deal with rejection for guys. I'm sorry. For guys, for guys. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean a little bit for females, mm-hmm. but I feel like nowadays for guys, they could, I feel like it's the player's playbook nowadays. Mm-hmm. Cause you can talk to 30 different girls mm-hmm. and none of them can really know. You ain't got the little black book nowadays. You right. gotta, <laughs> Right, right, right. It's just you could talk to 30 different girls and none of them will know. And if you get rejected by 20, at least one of them is going to say yes. Maybe five of them are going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And online, you can put this facade out there that you could have this nice car until y'all maybe meet up. And even then, you can still perpetrate for the first five or six dates that you have all these nice things that you claim to have. Online is a powerful uh, thing. Yeah, but unless they got a a jalopy and a pinto, you're right, so they have to come and pick you up. So what would you say, um, what were your rules when it came down to being on Tinder? So when I moved to Scott, honestly, the real reason why I got Tinder is because I didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any friends when I first moved here. And it was just a way for me to get out the house, maybe go on a date, maybe meet some people, get some food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't pay for me, it would have been fine. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a way to meet a guy, have a good night. But I did have rules. Um, on the app, maybe I messed myself up because I did hear that it was a hookup site. Mm-hmm. So I put, like, of course, like how old I was, like, my interest, and then at the bottom, in parentheses, I was like, no hookups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, hookup. Yeah, and, right, right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that made me like a target because. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, like everybody was messaging me. I was like, ooh, in my head, I was like, ooh, dang, I'm, I'm out here. Right. They hit me up left and right. Hey, right. what's up? Right. But that made me a target. Mm-hmm. And everybody was messaging me, and they kept asking me, what are your intentions on this website? And I'm like, to meet a nice man. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was not their intention. <laughs> you know, That'd okay, so, so so, look, so we're about to pivot mm-hmm. to to my mans. All right? And ladies and gentlemen, first of all, let, let me uh, make sure I put this disclaimer out here. My man's Larry. If y'all don't know, Larry has been married for how long, Mary? I've been married for 11 years okay. as of the 6th of February. Right. Congratulations. Congrats, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay. And, and you know what? I'm going to steal his thunder, y'all. Uh-huh. This dude found yeah. his wife yeah. on what? Black Planet. Lord, have mercy. Y'all, you know y'all tell is. me how long <laughs> has it been since you even heard those words? After Black Planet, it was what? Magenta? Magenta? Y'all remember that? I don't even know what that was. MySpace. 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 You had MySpace. And then you had uh, some other, what, the the Yahoo messengers and everything. So how did you uh, differentiate between all of them? Because like she said, you could have been on there just being the the player of of all players, but how does she stick out? Hey, man, 
let's be honest, like Black Planet was what Tinder is today. It was mm-hmm. just before its time. So mm-hmm. I wasn't on there looking for love, man. I was on there searching, like doing, you oh, know. Oh, so, so, so you was looking for the hookup. I, I wouldn't call it hookups. I was just looking. Like, okay. you know, I was like fishing, like uh-huh. throwing it out there and seeing what I and, catch. And, and so, seeing who bit, right? That's it. <laughs> I mean, I met different people on Black Planet. And I mm-hmm. wasn't just my wife. It's just mm-hmm. that she stuck out, you know, as we got to know each other outside of Black Planet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Black Planet was like the gateway to actually meeting her in person. And then like, okay, this, you know, she's different. You know what I'm mm. saying? Okay, let's see where this goes. And obviously the rest is history because we've been together 15 years, married 11. So, I mean, Damn. I'm taking you back in time. Jesus Christ. Old ass. Yeah, hey, don't worry but about no, that. Age ain't number than number. That's right. I can think <laughs> it. So, but look, with that, and I want to ask you, Jasmine, how did you sift out those individuals, the ones that you, you know, can either connect with and if you had a situation where you ran into someone else cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Right. Because we all know that there are some positive aspects, obviously, because you guys are living proof. Right. Because that's where you found your husband. Correct. But in the in the interim of that, you had to get some guppies. Right. You had to get some bottom feeders. You know what I'm saying? Did you or did you not? I did. Okay, go ahead. I did. Elaborate. Um, Like I said, I had my rules in place. I will never forget. Um, So I would always chit chat with them on the app first. Mm hmm. Um, I have to kind of get to know you before we ever exchange numbers. Because once you got my number, like I'm a person, I don't like to change my number. Uh-huh. So I need to chit chat with you, get to know your likes, your dislikes, see if you're about some substance. Because like usually people in the app, they only kind of if they want to have sexual relations with you, they're not going to talk to you. Probably, I mean, some dudes will, but they really not going to put on the effort past like a week. Um, mm-hmm. so I like to get to know them first on the app. And then gradually we'll move over to phone texting. And then before that, before I ever go on a date with you, I'm not a person that just wants to immediately go on a date with you. Mm-hmm. I need to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So we'll start chatting on text message. And then hopefully you don't got a droid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> droid users. Oh, no. <laughs> but hopefully you have an iPhone because once we get to chat on the phone, I need to FaceTime because mm-hmm. I need you to see me in all my natural glory. Mm-hmm. You see my... Tinder profile pics, and yeah, I'm glammed up, but I like to include two of pictures of me just looking natural. Mm-hmm. My natural hair, just me with no makeup, mm-hmm. but I need you to see me with my bonnet on, mm-hmm. on FaceTime, me in the kitchen cooking, just mm, big t-shirt okay. on, gotcha. me because I'm a yeah. naturally goofy person, mm-hmm. so I need you to see me in my natural element, and I talk about a whole bunch of weird stuff, so... I need to see if we kind of have that vibe. So then that way, when we meet up, it's just not this. It's not awkward. Dry conversation. Like, so what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. What do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Like, it's. <laughs> I got you. So that way, when we meet up, we probably going to give a hug. And the first date is just going to be like, you know, it's just going to be natural. It's mm-hmm. not. And I that usually weeds them out after mm-hmm. a while. Like, they're not going to want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So that's how pretty much all of my Tinder dates went. Mm-hmm. Now. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah talk, talk, about, talk, talk, talk about those. That's what we. That's what people need to hear, right? Because yeah. it's not always uh, happy go lucky, right? You you run into so those a, those times those where duds. I was extremely bored, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't follow all my rules, and 
<laughs> there was this guy I matched up with. He was like, let's go to a bar tonight. And it was Shooters. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll meet you there. He looked decent mm-hmm. from his profile pics. And never in my whole 30 years now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was like 20, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I ever been stood up. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the bar. We had exchange numbers. I'm at the bar and I'm waiting and I'm waiting mm-hmm. and I'm waiting and I'm like texting him and he said he was on the way and I'm like, and the bartender keeps coming. I'm like, this is kind of, a, I'm already have social anxiety as it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like waiting. I'm like, it's been an hour. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to call it a night. So the next morning I wake up to a video on my phone and this is not the same dude that was on <laughs> Tinder mm-hmm. and it's a video in slow mo mm-hmm. and all his teeth are like knocked out his mouth. Wait a minute! All mm. this is busted, and he's telling me that he will go on a date with me tonight, and that I better answer my phone. I'm t- wait, God, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let, 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 let me back up. So he stood you up. He stood me up, and it, then got. And then, then he got indignant the next day. Got like you better answer your phone. You will go on a date with me tonight. Sorry, I couldn't make it last night. But <laughs> you can see something, something happened to my mouth. I can't describe. He had yuck mouth. He had yuck mouth, and then just something happened with his teeth. But all this is like bloody, and uh, you could just tell he was like a dirty individual that so probably didn't shower. You know was, what? I've never I, been catfished. You, you see, so I, I would like to say. <laughs> Shit like that just don't happen. He was probably already out of line. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. Wow. That's, that's nuts. My bad. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. I chime in, but that was sort of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But, Herm, so what are your thoughts about online dating? I think I think it's the new way. Okay. And here's why. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've, I've had profiles and stuff like that before. And um, people sometimes are too busy to go out all the time to meet somebody. So if you don't meet somebody in your daily routine, you know what I'm saying, you're not really going to, when you when you incorporate online dating into your, your dating profile, you open your pool up, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And yes, initially, you know what I'm saying, it's the physical, um, it's the physical attraction is what you're, you're linking on. A mm-hmm. little bit different from Black Planet, you know what I'm saying, because Black Planet, you're making a profile, it's, it's, like, it's like Facebook. Mm-hmm. When you go into something like Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Match, now even Facebook has a um, uh, dating profile wow. on it. Wow. Yeah. So when you do that, you know and what I'm Amazon. saying? Amazon. I heard Amazon does. Amazon I was like, what the hell? So, what, so you, you can't go so nowhere I thought, without. I thought they Amazon all? work. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I don't know nothing about it, but I know Amazon. Yo, because <laughs> Amazon knows what you like to buy, right? right. So you know what I'm right. saying? But anyway, like. These dating profiles, you know what I mean? You look, you're like, man, this person looks good. I match with them, and they got to match with you. And then you start the conversation from there. Like in Jasmine says, it starts off, you know, um, God dang, hold on, man. They start off um, small conversations like, hey, you know, what do you like, dislike? For me, that was always the hardest part. You know what I mean? I hated the small talk type stuff. Mm-hmm. And from from a man's perspective, it just depends on what you're looking for. Because from what I see, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of the women that's on there are automatically looking for relationships. Now, it doesn't mean that a woman don't automatically, she won't go. Because a woman will go, you know what I mean? It, I mean, if they're feeling you like that. But it's harder for a woman to see what a man's intention is 
than a, a man to see what the woman intentions mm. is because for the most part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they might they might go because they, they feeling you like that. But at the same time, a lot of them join them, them dating pro- profiles because they looking for something. That's right. So a man can manipulate that, and that's when we go into the stuff where we see, like, predators on there. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We see the dangers on there. Mm-hmm. It's not always as in holy matrimony like yours and yours you know what i mean sometimes people getting robbed killed and, and not just that yeah robbed killed and raped so yeah. there was some oh, articles there was an article out there that uh, stated there was individuals that were luring you know young ladies from those sites and then they're just they're raping them yeah you know they're raping them and i believe and this is just me speculating they're raping them and what they're luring them in based off of their own insecurities and they see it yeah, and so you my, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Come on, a little bit. My dates are always public place. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. Not smart. gonna lie, my husband. Mm, mm. But I knew when I knew. I don't believe, and um, I was never that person that was like I knew at first sight. But it was different with him. We spent five hours at B Dubs. That was our first date. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cried. I, there was just that connection. I mean, mm. literally, we, I you said I loved you first date. I said I loved you. Oh man, it was look at y'all. Y'all are so sensitive. <laughs> I it's just, working. It was. Yeah. I've never had a date like that mm. in my whole entire life. That's Wait, nice. this was on date one. Date one, five hours. Jeez, it was yeah, a very that's a five hour deep, date, dog. It was a very deep spiritual, deep spiritual. I mean, anything you could have touched on in the first date. We had touched on it. I've never been on a date like that in my life. Sweet. And after Goodness. that first I'm so date, so glad you married him. Man, <laughs> Man, after that like... first date, we never left each other's side. Like it was very like we met Jeez. each other that night. We met each other the lowest point of both of our lives. I understand? Um, and it was like everything leading up to that date. It had to been like God just like putting like, you together. There's no other explanation on how that date happened. Mm-hmm. I broke yeah. every single rule that I had for myself. He broke every single rule that he had for himself. I've never drove more than five minutes to go on a date. Damn. I've never. Really? Not five minutes? You could drive a man, what the <laughs> hell? Oh, Get on out of here. <laughs> I mean, if you count Marcus Weirenberg right, as uh, <laughs> more than five minutes, then. I'm taking you to Wendy's then. I mean, you better go to get a damn Uber and get It's a slight exaggeration, but I'm not really going that far. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I drove an hour to a place I've never been. Mm-hmm. I don't Jeez, do that. That's I went on a date. Like usually, first dates you want to you present yourself, put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Representative. Mm-hmm. I never spent time getting to know him. Mm-hmm. We exchanged numbers within twenty minutes after talking on Tinder. We went on the first date after twenty minutes talking on Tinder. I called him. Uh, I went on the date with no makeup. Did not care about how I goodness looked. gracious. I'm telling so you, you know like, what? In my mind, that sounds like it was just destined. Is I, that what it was? It, it, there was no other way. Like we were supposed Dang. to go to the movies, and then when we got, I got off the car. Like I cried on the way to the date, and I was like, "He's not gonna like me." Like <laughs> it was. I like I kind of knew what he looked like, mm-hmm. and then when I got the car, I was like, "Oh my god!" And, and how like, long have you guys been married? 
Everybody keep asking me this question. I am horrible with dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not your typical female. It's, it's in my phone. It's January. Wait, wait, hold June on. Wait, 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 she said January and then June. Wait, hold on. Did she say it? She uh, said January, uh, June 12th. That's what? a made up a date. Kim, if you want to, I love you. God, uh, I love you. February 31st. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, she said February 31st. Ain't no such thing. I want to make sure y'all heard that. June 12th? We were married six months after we had met. God dang it. What happened? What happened to tradition, man? Uh, like, I don't know. Right look, look, look. Yeah. What I you think? That. What you I think, that. Like, I'm blown right now. You, y'all say you love it. Like, I've been to Korea three times, and I ain't Bro. never seen I love you that fast. Never. Like, it's I, I got married to, to my ex-wife in six months. When did you say I love you? Within 20 minutes? With almost close. Yo, sister, man. Hey, 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 Larry. 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 Go ahead. So, so explain to me. <laughs> Bro, well, first of all, you've been married for how many years? 11. Okay. First of all, he know that, all right? I want you to get. <laughs> but never mind. No, I'm joking. So, what rules did you break to find your bride? Oh, uh, man. I ain't got no rules. The rules were simple. <laughs> when I meet up with That's you, woman thing, when I meet up with you, if you was my type, we gonna have a conversation because I can have a good conversation. You know, I consider myself a charmer. Okay, so if you met the physical appearance, then now all I had to work on was the mental. That means getting to know you, like see go. where your mindset was, and if it wasn't aligned with anything that I like, then you probably won't get a call or. Mm-hmm. We definitely won't be talking no more. But um, outside of that, I ain't had no real standards, man. It was just you know, hopefully on, your wait, profile wait, wait, picture wait, wait, was what wait, it was. Wait, man. wait, the wait, description go in. No, hold on, wait, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, first, let, let me kind of kind of caveat with hey, this. I'm listen, not saying Larry. Fifteen years, wait, bro. We talking? Wait, wait, I'm. Uh, I'm yeah. I know. Young. No, no, you not. I'm, I'm, no, you ain't. Hey, I'm getting it in no, right listen, now. I get it. But what I don't want people to have is that perception of you having no standards. Standards, you dig? Was because I believe you have standards, right? I mean, as far as ex- not necessarily expectations. I had standards, but, but I wasn't looking for it online, though. Exactly. Okay, That's you gotta remember I mean. my era That's when I'm I mean. talking about online had just kicked off. There we go. All right. So now, I mean, y'all got all these different sites out here. I, like I said, I've been out of the game 15 years, so mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about these new sites. But we talking, you know. I was in AOL chat rooms yeah. when that stuff kicked off. Lord, you ain't even got a profile picture. Yeah, you ain't got no profile picture. Right. So when Black Planet came on, you started having a picture? Like, okay. <laughs> this was before catfish became a catfish term. You know, so you like, okay, okay. You just clicking and liking yeah. and, you know, all DM and inbox, whatever you want to call you it. You like the same music. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the conversations was real simple. And then at, at, when I say I ain't have no standards, like I'm still trying to find myself at 18, 19, 20 years old. There we go. You know, so my mind, I'm telling you, I don't even want to go into all that. My mindset was different at that age than what it is now. I wasn't looking for love. Okay. At all. It's well, just, if so, it happened, it happened. So yeah. can I ask and a question happen. real yeah, quick? Yeah, man. go ahead, go ahead. So, Jasmine, my question for you is, because I know online dating is different from male and female. I'm going to get my perspective in a minute when mm-hmm. it comes to this. But for you, because you was doing this for a little bit before you met your husband, correct? About, like, five years. Five years. Oh, so you're a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so hold on now. I'm just saying, like, so check it out. So you probably have encountered a lot of stuff, right? So when you encounter somebody that you knew wasn't about shit, you know what I'm saying, or could possibly be crazy, what what was the red flags you were looking for there we go. when it came to them things? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
And my phone just died. Go ahead. Um, so I could, it would take me a while to be completely uh, transparent because I believe in the transparency always. Uh, sometimes, how can I word this? Let him use you. Sometimes I will find myself in a lot of situationships. Okay. Um, okay. And I would tell myself, we're letting go of this situationship, but I wouldn't. Um, online dating will, it'll trap you. And... Being in the military, it makes it like I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to blame. I'm just scratch that from the record. You got like the elite. But no, 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 no. Keep it real. No, keep it real. Yeah. Um, I would find myself in a lot of situationships, and not necessarily that they had another female, but they would. I would unconsciously, kind of real consciously, wait around for these dates to come, and these dates and the time that they would spend with me would be. Amazing. So to the point where I would feel like I was in a real relationship and it would happen. We would do this little thing for about a month or two and then they would just fizzle off. But then they would never completely disappear. And then I would hop back on Tinder and pretend like, oh, I'm doing my thing. But I would never really fully Mm -hmm. put myself completely all the way back out there. So I really... I really don't know how to really completely, fully, honestly answer that. No, 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 you did good. Was, you did good. You did good. What about you? Ern? So, f- so for me, a lot of things that I've seen with online dating was what you talked about when people said, I'm not here for hookups, right? And I'm not going to lie, like, when I match with them, sometimes I find that they are there for hookups. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's my, if it's my personality or my extreme good looks, but but like you know what I'm saying. You triggered something. You said extreme good looks. Like, so yeah, I know. So it's like uh, because a lot of times I'm going places where I don't know anybody, and they know that I'm only there for a short time. You know what I mean? And then come to find out that they are there for hookups. That's all they want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they know I'm not going to be there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know if I, I maybe made them feel comfortable or what. But I'm always I'm always honest. Look, mm-hmm. I'm only here for a couple of weeks. Whatever happened, I'm going to treat you with respect. I'm not looking for nothing. Mm. So, and I read I'm not there for hookups. Mm-hmm. But damn it, you just did. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it ain't silly. Hey, because like, it makes sense. That's like what we've grown, and I, I right. feel like I would find myself in situationships because females uh, don't like their body count too high. Right. So you end up staying with the same, maybe not so good of a person mm-hmm. because you don't want to keep putting yourself in a lot of situations where you keep having relations with so, this dude, uh, this dude. So, Jazz, Jazz this I'm going to tell you something. Don't put that on there then. You know what I mean? Don't put that. You I eventually there. took mine off. Like, because like, <laughs> okay. the thing is, because the thing is, somebody you might vibe with make, might make you feel like, hey, man, I could I could fool with this guy. 
And you should not be ashamed of that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not ashamed if I hooked up with you and I don't remember your name after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had no idea about Tinder when I first got it. I just thought, like, okay, if I put the stamp on here, guys, no, stay away. Mm-hmm. I'm not here no. for a hookup. I'm here. Yeah, I found that out. Challenge accepted. Exactly. I found that out. I guess I wouldn't even say the hard way because it always it didn't happen like that. But yeah, I I realized that was just an invite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that probably stayed on there probably like a month. Um, I eventually got on the Plenty of Fish website. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. That mm. lasted about a week and a half. Oh my God. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of Plenty of Fish, but uh, what, what it I've heard of it. I could never get no access to it for real, for real. Do it. So, so, so what, what about Plenty yeah, of Fish? That's what I want to know. Wait, Christian Mingle. Tinder is like, I want to say like top line, but that's the best as you going to get. Mm-hmm. Plenty of Fish is like. The bottom of the bottom? That's the bottom feeders. Plenty oh, of Fish that's is. That's what I heard about Tinder. Wait, wait, what's back the back pages? You trying to get escorts? Back pages. Uh, that's uh, yeah, back pages. That's escorts. That's yeah. I'm saying, it ain't I ain't never heard it. Wait, you back pages? Yeah, this is closed down. Now. Like, that's yeah, good. It sounds like, crazy. That like one dude gonna come ass. on there and be like, "I heard you here to meet a 13 year old girl." Oh uh, yeah. Please right have there. a seat. On what? On what? Can you blot his eyes? Back page. Can you blot his eyes out? Talking. Back page. That's where you need to go. Damn. So wait, what what did you write down, Jasmine? That pretty much what we just talked about, like situationships. Like I feel like that's why a lot of females I'm not gonna speak for all female mm-hmm. no generalizations, yeah. but Pretty much that's why a lot of females stay in like a lot of situations because situationships is because it feels exactly like, like a like relationship. Mm-hmm. You just don't have that title in for the little bit of time that you are with mm-hmm. the male companion. It feels amazing. Mm-hmm. You cook, you spend time together, you go mm-hmm. to movies, you even might meet a family family member. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, that's what all men do. It's not special and... Um, that's nothing. Back in the day, if you met the mama, it was like official. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now the mama's down with the cause. Like yeah. mama didn't met Rachel, Jessica, everybody. Everybody just in the last week. She yeah. not she don't wow. care about you. That's hey. horrible. Well, look, yeah. I, I want to make sure that you guys know that if you have questions, you can call in. The number is 618-792-6747. If you got any questions about Larry and Black Damn Planet, or or if you got a questions for Jasmine, what you got, her? I got a question from Sheena. Mm-hmm. She shout out she, Sheena. Yeah, she was on the show, my first show when I was out here. She wants to want you to elaborate on what red flags. What are your red flags when it came to online dating? Um, it's weird. Guys lie about um kids. That is mm-hmm. dumb. Guys lie about. Things and items that they have, um, even if they don't work. Really? It, it's, okay. It's it's weird stuff. Um, even about, like, so when I stopped doing this, when I would go on dates, guys would ask me what I did for a living, and I would say I was in the Air Force. It's just mm. what I do. I started realizing that was, like, her. A big thing. <laughs> so now it they was, see you as a hookup. 
Yeah, yeah they, they, it was like you to flip the bill. It was like, yeah. like usually that's what females do. Like, oh, you a CEO of a company? Hey, like, oh, like it's like a dollar sign to them. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't really make that much money. Like, they don't know. Big deal. This one guy made such a big deal about coming to my house. Like every date we went, when am I gonna come see you? You'll never let me coming over your house. Like, I, I did not understand. You will get me on base. What? I did not understand. <laughs> he just wanted to get to the BX. Right. Right. That's right. Right. He was going to get tax free. Cheap, bro. Hey. I never tax knew free. being tax in the military free. was such, because I've wow. been in the military brat my whole yeah. life. Mm-hmm. So military is all I know, but I guess to certain civilians, like the military is like, cha-ching. Yeah. They don't understand, Dang. boy. So hey. I guess. I yeah. hope they answered your question. That was like some of the red flags. So mm-hmm. I stopped pretty much trying to say what I did for Damn. a living because that was a red flag. Okay. Um, That's crazy. Certain times when they were answer the phone, um, I realized certain. Okay, that sounds weird, but not really. It, it, it's a red flag. Type of like times that they would answer phone yeah. calls or whenever they would hit me back, it would start being like kind of. Yeah, suspect. Who you laying with every yeah, night? Yeah, like, yeah. and then they would hit me up a week later, like, "What's up, babe?" And I'm like, uh, no. "No, yeah, no, no. okay, good, Larry. What you got, brother?" All right, I got a question from somebody in this room. I ain't gonna say their names, Nate. <laughs> he said, "Why do members find comfort in online dating rather than face to face? Is it the one. comfort level?" I say, for me. It's a little bit of both, you know. I can ask certain questions online and not really be, not really care, I guess to say. Yeah. If I wanted, you know, when I was online doing that and, uh, you know, whatever answer I get, okay. I right. kind of see which route I'm going to go now. And then sometimes, you know, face-to-face, you know, you meet somebody out and about, whether it's at the grocery store or whatever, you know. It's just a different conversation. But, you know, sometimes for me, at least early on, I felt like when you're out and about, you only had a small window. You know, you had like a 30 second to a minute to kind of say what you got to say. Elevator speech. Yeah, you don't feel like people, you, you're wasting their time. So, you know, you can say the little spill, try to run your little game, and then you see how it goes. But I think online, it's like, hey, you can shoot your question, and then you can wait whenever they respond to it. You can go about right. your business and come back and pick up that conversation. You know, so yeah. that's that's my opinion of it. What you think, so, Jasmine? Oh, wait, no. But, yeah, no, you get what you got, so, so, so let's think about how the world is going right now, man. Yeah. Everything needs to be quick at your fingertips, right? You know what I'm saying? So in order for me to meet somebody, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to be out and about, and I got to take the effort to walk over them, buy them a drink, something, talk to them, right? But now, man, I can just start swiping. You know what I mean? Who I want to talk to, swiping left, right, left, right, left, right. You know what I'm saying? And then see who matches up with me. So there's a common interest. I already know that. You know what I mean? I don't have to guess. And and I, ne- I never had to, nah, man, you ain't my type. I mean, believe it or not, some women think that I'm not their type. You know what I mean? It's man, not, if you don't <laughs> shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, there's some women out there that think that I'm not for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It's hard to believe. Man, you know get your ass on out of here. It's hard to believe, but they out there. Man, if you know, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hold on, man. So, so, I mean, you can weed that out because now that I know that you match with me, there's a common interest. Mm-hmm. I, I suck at the small talk type stuff. How you doing? Who are you? You know what I'm saying? Where you from and all that stuff. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I hate, that, I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I already know at least they're interested in something about me. Either what I said in my bio, 
I'm from Tennessee. That's all I say on there. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know that they like me for me. Yeah, well, my looks. You know what I mean? One or the other. So I think that I think I think that, I, I'm gonna wrap it up. But I think that was the best thing about mm-hmm. online dating. You know what I'm saying? From my perspective, it's fast, quick. You know what I'm saying? And you can match who you want to match with. They match with you, and the conversation starts. Awesome. All right, what you got, ma'am? Huh? What you got? <laughs> as far as you know, what are the indicators? You know, what are the indicators? What was the question? Oh my goodness, she forgot the, she forgot the question. Nate, what was your question, red man? Red flags for dating. Yeah, red flags. I, I answered no, first. No, what was your question? No, it's, it's about come, come. why do you think people comfort levels, yeah. right? Why why yeah. do people use online dating mm-hmm. instead of meeting people naturally? Face to face. I answered that. Oh, wait, I answered it again. I answered that mm-hmm. in the beginning of the she talk did show. answer that. Mm-hmm. I answered it again. Okay. Um, pretty much because of rejection. That's it. That's it. And, and guys you know can't what? handle convenience. Convenience and rejection. And rejection. And I, I think that it's a it's a universal thing because individuals want to feel appreciated. You know, hey, I am special. They don't want to say it because they don't want to seem as though they're insecure. But we all have a certain level of insecurity, and that's a quick way to put yourself out there, but pull yourself back. Yep. You get just in case. You know, just in case. So that's good. We got any questions? Yeah, on, we, on got, Facebook? we got. We got. Um, from my girl Angie. What's up, C- Angie? CJ wife over there. All right, all right. Um, did you ever encounter anybody with a family secret? She, he said, she said that you did. Have you had? No, she said, do you encounter someone with a secret family? Oh, secret family. Oh. I can't <laughs> read. Family secret. Like, I'm glad she's sitting right there with all right. Yeah, there you go. Secret family. Actually, I did. Okay. I, it is crazy because we was vibing so heavy. Mm-hmm. And I seen him out. And uh. like he started blocking me like weirdly, like he deleted me <laughs> off of Tinder. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend who's very like secret FBI agent. Mm-hmm. And oh, shit. we like it was so weird because like I don't no shade. I don't go for the light skins normally. I'm not light skin. Hold on, hey, man. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. Hey, hold on. I'm about to bring y'all all down. I'm about to bring everybody down. Ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to understand what she said about the chocolate. It's something about the darkly chocolate. Chocolate packed individuals in the world. Okay. Brother, brother, you are not just light skin. You are the light skin of the light skin. And so, but it's good. But I'll, I'll leave that on. I'll leave that on. I'll leave that on. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. But that's good. We Go were like, we was going so well. Everything was just perfect. Because he was light skinned. Oh. <laughs> Just like a light skin would do. Uh, <laughs> I can dig it. Well, he I, had I, a whole wife. He just had a baby. He had two other kids. Geez. I just don't see how anyone could ever do that. And he just started blocking me secretly. Wow. <laughs> On, but he had came to my house. Like when I said we had talked for a while, mm-hmm. and we had went on two dates. 
He came to my house. Like, everything was pretty much copacetic. Like, mm-hmm. I thought we was becoming official. Mm-hmm. And he just randomly just started blocking me on things. And I was just kind of like, what? What's, what's going on? Wow. Red flag. And then I seen him out in St. Louis with his wife. Wow. Damn. What you wow. doing away in St. Louis? Wow. Huh? Are you doing? What you doing? Way in St. Louis? Cause I was clubbing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, cause you were shaking. Cause I said I ain't driving more than five minutes yeah, so on a yeah. day. I'm okay. just saying, like you way in St. Louis, you weren't supposed no. to be out there anyway. I would never forget that. I was just kind of like, oh, people is dirty. All right, so look, we about to get one more question on on live. What you got? So this question is also from somebody that's in here, family member. You know what I'm saying? Core member over mm-hmm. there, Will, Big mm-hmm. Will. Hey, do you think? Do you think online dating is more common because people have lost interpersonal communication skills due to technology dependency? Yes. Mm. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly. It's one of the main reasons why I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. That's that's what everything, though. So, what you think, Larry? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just more of a convenience now, right. to be mm-hmm. honest. I wouldn't say is people got communication mm-hmm. skills like face-to-face. It's just the way of the world now. You got to understand what these kids are or growing up with, like somebody posted a question about they meeting folks on video games. And, and right. you know, you listen out to these young folks now, they don't ask what's your phone number. They say, what's your snap? Well, yeah, what's, what's, your, your, what's, your, Instagram? what's your Instagram? So yeah, you know, just adapt. Like it's just, we, we old heads, man. And, and I think I get that too. And I will say that me personally, just my thoughts outside looking in it again, to your point, it is changing. And if everything is changing, how do you find a way to connect with an individual? Because obviously we can't go to black planet no more. Thank God. But <laughs> what we do is tender, we, it, it don't matter, <laughs> but, but still it's always going to be another Avenue for those individuals that are naturally introverts, yeah. but they want to connect with people. You know what I mean? So me personally, I don't think that that's a way to avoid it, but that's a way to kind of sift out certain things and certain people Right, because you can go to a club, and maybe the club thing isn't your scene, and too loud. You're too loud, and you can't really. Hey, what's up with your name? Ah, and she with her girls, right. man. And she with like girls, girls, and then you and got the all that. Stink, man. Your breath stink, you know. What I'm talking. You got to spend money on drinks, and then that person ain't really <laughs> you know into saying? you. But at the end of the day, the ultimate goal, and I would like to say, the ultimate goal would be the connection piece. Still, yeah, right. You guys so, agree with that? So, but let me ask a question though. Mm-hmm. In today's day and age. I can get my eggs, milk, bread, clothes, you know what I'm saying? TV. On, online. All online. Mm-hmm. I can I can order from Walmart and park in my, my car and have them deliver it out to my car after I didn't put it in the app. And you can do mail order bribe, but would you? <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? No, but, but you get what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is yeah. everything is happening online now. Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or not, man, that's the way things are moving. Things are moving fast. Yes. You know what I mean? I and, agree. And so, again, when, when you look at these dating profiles, man, these, these dating apps and all that, they give you a snapshot of who the person is. Mm-hmm. Whether it's their, their picture, whatever you value is the picture or they can give you words. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? They give you they give you their physical attributes, and then some people tend to leave words on what they value. Mm-hmm. If that matches with you, you can match with that mm-hmm. and then figure out later on through conversation if this person's legit mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, they, they ain't about that. Or full of shit. Right. I can dig it. I you know can what I mean? Hey, what, what you got, G? 
I'm just blowed right now. You See, know? that time has changed. Man, like, jeez, yeah. I remember. Yeah, it's crazy. He said, I'm here to talk about Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah for real. Oh, we going to get to it. But, yeah. yeah. Hey, so on this um, this uh, day nap, because I, I think I want to put the fly on a day nap now. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah. Meet, some, meet some people out there. So I know my man right here, he's been married for 11 years. How, how do you think the relationship... How, how do you how do you keep your sanity as it pertains to so traditionally if somebody was cheating you'll they'll they'll be out all night you'll like walking around mm. how do you keep Good your question. sanity with somebody like this all the time mm. flipping and you damn know, do you just grab their phone like what you looking at Tinder what you back <laughs> on Tinder for so how do you keep your sanity as it pertains to that because like I said traditionally if somebody was out all night like uh, man I think this dude cheating on me or whatever or he on the phone. Talking at night or what? I don't know, whatever. But now everybody has their phone attached to them. So do you think that your uh, your husband or your girlfriend, boyfriend will be cheating on you using that all the time? Good question. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What you think? Uh, <coughs> I'm going to crack a joke after this. Um, <laughs> She's stupid. My husband is not, it's weird. So his uh, coworker, he had, not to put his business out there, but he had just came out of a 11-year marriage, 13-year relationship. But his um, co-worker, one of them, made him get Tinder. But before uh, that, what? he had no social media. So he doesn't do social media. The only so reason why he has a Facebook gotcha. now is because of me. Because mm-hmm. I keep telling him, it's funny. Get mm-hmm. it. Like Everybody just laughs at memes all day, but mm-hmm. he doesn't really do Social media. So, so that I don't, will never be an issue. It will never mm-hmm. be an issue in our marriage. He doesn't even do PlayStation like that. The person that does social media in our household is me. Mm-hmm. So if anybody had anything to worry about, it's me. But I only do it just to spread awareness, mental health, mm-hmm. cooking. Like I'm the extroverted, introverted person on social media. But it's all for a cause, just to make people laugh or just to spread awareness. Awesome. Great. Great. So I can't really speak on that completely because we don't really have that problem. So I kind of am blessed in that department. That's good. That's good. And Larry, uh, uh, Black Planet ain't on cell phones, so you are. <laughs> you ain't got that. <laughs> but no, hold on. So we got a we got a question on here. This is the last question. So here. Mona Love, it's shout out Mona. It's not really a question. She made a statement that I would really like to talk about. She said, the issue I have mm-hmm. about online uh, dating is having to select someone by only physical appearance. Mm-hmm. When I sign up for a de- dating website, I don't put my pick up, then I get no comments. No comments. So my thing is, if you, all right, if you're not, not going to put your pick up, cool. If you're not going to put verbiage onto why you didn't put your pick up, you're just going to put a blank thing up there like, Man, you the police. Yeah, like, or, you or, 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 or just scenery. You like, know what I mean? Somebody's like, just looking at some clouds. What am shit. I? What am I yeah. supposed to connect with? Because I'm swiping a hundred people a minute. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So what am I connecting with? Yeah, I'm a pro, bro. What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yo, my yeah, I'm like this. You know what I mean? But if if you're not putting anything up there, then what am I supposed to connect with? A blank profile? I'm supposed to think, oh man, this might be something here. And you know what? I think a lot of people, especially females, may feel as though I want you to love me for the person I am mentally. But men are wired differently. You need to catch us. Not all of us can dig your mental aspect. 
right? Not all of us can say, oh, you know what? She sounds smart. She sounds like she's like another Erica Badu or whatever. But I still Don't talk to, about her. No, but, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> another that's another subject. I don't know she if y'all want hey, to walk around smelling like uh, Miss Badu. And these hey, any woman still, that buy that, I don't trust them. Hey, <laughs> hey, but at the same time, hey, it, might be, it might be fruity smelling. Who knows? But why else don't smell like that then? Who? Why, why does hers not smell like that if you got to buy somebody else's? Well, well, hey, well, you know what? Go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm That's another subject. But anyway, I really do think to your point, man, you know, you have to be able to put something out there. But, but I do want to say thank you, ma'am, for thank exposing you for yourself, you know what I mean? And, and, and being all out here and letting us know how you got it in. And thank you. Wait, where can individuals find you on social media to see your funny funny self in your everything is j-a-z-m-i-n two underscores together nicole n-i-c-o-l-e it's on facebook same thing uh instagram and on i think youtube is jasmine nicole the same thing but i think it could be jasmine one two one two it's don't know lord you know what she'll be on our page she'll be on the lines then right right on hey Uh, gee so what's up man no now now you got something to bless us with oh my gosh my my phone just went out man so uh but it's all good Awesome, awesome. Um, thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm super excited, no man. Doubt, man. I want to give a shout out to my son. He's down at Clark mm-hmm. Atlanta University. Okay. Shout just, out. Yeah. 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 Good shit. Yeah, Good Mr. Shit. NAACP Clark University from mm-hmm. 2019. He came out with his clothing line, so he sent me this. Okay. Okay. Yes. okay. What's the name Sir, of it? Take a look at it. Sir Ray. Sir Ray. Okay. Yes, it means Good. smile in French. He okay. said, nice. Daddy, I'm sending you this. Nice. Just remember always to smile no matter what you're going through. Yes. So, big shout out to uh, uh, Lil G in the, mm-hmm. down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that being noted, he got some cool colors for it as well. So with that being noted, hey, thank you again, Seth, man. Uh, huge fan. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, we not we not gonna stay long because yeah. we know our conversation get a little winded. But uh, mm-hmm. Mardi Gras. So I'm a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, the cues. Uh, there you go. The that's, what they, that's what they know. Arf, right. arf, arf. Okay. <laughs> arf, arf. You gotta do it harder than that, man. Yeah, bro. There you go. So I had to do that. No, delete that. No, but we <laughs> we're having a Mardi Gras event. It's gonna be a '70s style Mardi Gras event, and we're gonna do it huge, man. This is uh the um the uh, the local areas, the metro cities premier. Party with a purpose yes. event. Okay. This is it. Okay. Uh, Soul Plane 70 Styles Attire. Okay. We're going to have it on March the 7th. Uh, our door is going to open at 7 o'clock p.m. And guess what we're going to have it at? What no, we're not having it in some little club here or somebody's house there. We're going to go take it down all the way to STL Airport. We're going down wow. to Lambert Airport. Wow. Yes, wow. clap that up. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so we, we're gonna we're gonna be down there and uh, we're gonna be raising funds. So what we do uh, with this event, this party with a purpose event, is uh, we we raise money for kids, man. We that's what we do, man. This is probably only one of the only events in the uh, the local area where all the proceeds are gonna go back right into the community. Uh, we really uh, have a focus in East St. Louis, mm-hmm. um, a big big focus okay. as it pertains to giving uh, those kids down there the resources in order to chase dreams. There we go. Um, I think that's huge. I, we, we all didn't start. I'm quite sure you didn't start off with uh, all the resources you need to do what you do right now, and it's huge right now. But we want to start those those kids off with uh, some funding 
um, as it pertains to uh, some resources to get them their dreams and for them to trace their dreams. Absolutely. Uh, some of the success stories, I want to throw a couple of success stories out here. Uh, we got a, a young man down there. We got a chance to uh, help him with his uh, tuition down there at Morehouse. Mm -hmm. So we sent him down there to Morehouse. This is his junior year. He's going to his junior year. So we're super excited. I'm not giving any names right now. But uh, we also have some people down that we funded down there at Lincoln University, uh, as well as SIUE, as well as a whole bunch of other uh, community colleges and trades. So uh, we, we're super excited about this. All the proceeds are going to go to to give back to those uh, scholarship and mentorship programs. So, awesome. uh, so um, I'm excited about that. So uh, I have tickets right now, but we just closed. There I say closed the deal. Yes. And I'm super excited about this right here. <laughs> I tell you what, man, I, I try to keep it professional. Yeah. And that what T.I. say, I try to keep it, it professional. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Only when he say it right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I tip my hat to yeah. it. Hey, but hey, we're, we're huge. Not only are we going to have live bands and we're going to have, uh, uh, you know, two nice DJs, two or three nice DJs. We're going to have um, um, uh, vendors. We're going to have vendors there. Uh, we're going to have the bees. We're going to have everything uh but just new, 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 new to it. Uh, I, I wanna. Um, I need to pause for uh, effects here. Uh, <laughs> new on the Mardi Gras Soul Train seventy attire venue just signed up. I need y'all to give it up for the Lions Den only. All right. right. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're gonna get it. Yes. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's he has signed up to go Lions Den live yes. from the Mardi Gras event yes. in the middle of the airport. Right in the middle. <laughs> we going to get it through. Get it he is not allowed to drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, believe that, man. Hey, yo, thank you, dog. Thank yeah, you. no, we no. We, we, we were super stoked, man. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, with that, uh, the event is March the 7th. It's going to start at 7 o'clock, man. We're going to go all the way to 1. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what's on the fly, but you know how we do. Yeah, uh, y'all dogs. But, yeah, <laughs> already. Yeah, see that. Yeah, party for the purpose. Not really. Yeah. Uh huh. But um, yeah, we're gonna do that March seventh, and uh, we got tickets. Tickets are twenty five dollars. Um, but with that being noted, hit self up. We're gonna put the information down there. Uh, we got an, an Eventbrite. We're gonna have Eventbrite. We're gonna have the information in, in Seth's uh, Seth website. If you guys need tickets. Hit set up, and we'll work some things out, especially y'all bringing a few folks. So, there uh, we go. Hey, we're going to party with a purpose, and we're going to have the lines then, man. So, we yes. super stoked about yes. that. So, yes. let's do hey, it. I appreciate let's it. Do it. And look, I want to let you guys know we're going to put all the information up on the Lions Den. So, if you are not a fan or following the Lions Den, make sure you do it. www.facebook.com backslash the Lions Cast. Okay. Or you can Google the Lions Den with Seth, and I'm gonna have all the information up there. So if you want to get a ticket, boom, boom, you you know where to go. But I want to thank you, brother. Yes, thank you, thank and you, thank you, Miss Jasmine. Thank you for having all me. Right. All right, hey, and I want to thank everyone that's been listening and that's been watching live. Herm, I appreciate you, like always, and Larry. You and uh, the Black Planet. You know we go clown you later. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. the OG stuff, Bruh, though, man. Come on. My goodness. But look, we want to thank you guys, and we will see you again next week. And make sure you stay good to each other. Bless you. Holla back. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook, 
at www.facebook.com slash lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com. A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.